0: ladies and gentlemen boys and girls welcome to the turin giants podcast number 160 my name is farhad and i'm the host that loves you most so good to be back with you guys i'm joined here by my old friend, Matt, and my new friend, Sam, but I love them I love them all the same. They held down the fort while I was gone, taking a little break. Uh, thanks to all, all of you guys who reached out with your nice messages. And I do appreciate every single one of you. Uh, but I found that having four hosts is um, a lot more dynamic. We can bring you more episodes um maybe even like you know weekly episodes so far we've been doing great you guys you guys have done an awesome job sam was an excellent host um and i can't say enough me and matthew you know matthew i don't know why because i see you on the screen as matthew it's like that. it's so it's so funny because i was making fun of your email because it's matthew and i always known you as matt uh or even mateo so uh, yeah me and matt go way back he was the first host of the Juve podcast which was later renamed thank you. thanks to juventus corporation but you know we, we we move under turin giants podcast name and um hello guys i've been i've been talking for a while
1: what's up matt what's up man? it's great to it's great to be back on a pod with you but it's been uh, it's been enjoyable filling in for for you while you've been gone that's awesome man you didn't
0: lose, lose a step brother uh sam uh, thank you. what's up buddy
2: What's up, Matt? Matt, share your Twitter handle, man. Get get the social media out now. Let's go. Oh yeah, yeah. At While we still while we still have at people's attention. Matt Coco <laughs> at, with two Cs. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. Follow me for very lukewarm takes and my reactions on on fouls that will just be what was that? Yeah. Um, exactly.
2: Yeah, man. Pimp yeah, out yeah. Your,
0: Pimp out your uh, your social media presence. Yeah, man.
2: Uh At cultural podcast, get at us. What up? What up? Farhad, good to have you back. Um Thanks So, you, what's man. going on now? Are you uh, are are you just going to big time us anytime? Uh, anytime you anytime you want to come in? Anytime after a big win? Anytime we beat Inter? Now you're going to walk right in and you, Hey, man. You're, if you're if just you, going to waltz right back into Your hosting duties? Is that how this is gonna what's going to work? If you didn't
0: on? notice, one of our one of ours is missing. So I'm kind of filling in for for, for Geo. I didn't want the listeners to miss out on the podcast, especially. Following such a great game, we're going to talk all about the punishment. The punishment. We 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 just we came into San Siro, just slapped bitches around, you know. Um, yeah, we're going to talk all about that. First, let's take care of some business, as always. Matt, uh, Sam was doing such an awesome job with uh, the with, uh, with the handles and everything. I'll let you handle it. By the way, go ahead.
2: Uh, all right, let's see if I still remember this shit. I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. Uh, you're, you're, you're throwing me for a loop here. Boom. Okay, so Turin Giants on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, you could also follow us on Twitter. At UV Podcast, Farhad manages that. He's the admin there. Also, encourage you to check out our uh, our apparel line, uh, which Farhad runs very well. Uh, it is TurinGiants.com. Some uh, some beautiful some beautiful pieces he's been dropping over the past year. So yeah, man, check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Cop our shit. Um, two uh, two dollars in the square jar right there. I think I said I said uh, I said shit <laughs> twice, three times now. So
0: yeah, man. The um, first
2: the first episode,
0: one thing I could say, the first episode that was recorded without me, I was like, oh. <laughs> This is filthy. This is because like in the beginning, like first three or four years before Giovanni joined me, there was no cursing whatsoever. Like maybe like S word here and there, because I knew like people listen to their cars and maybe there's kids in
2: there. It was, it was halal. It was a halal podcast. Yeah, It was
0: was nice. And you know, we're, we're we're good boys. And then this little millennial comes in and just curses up a storm, but we, um, yeah, it's, it's all good, man. Um, We'll, we'll watch it for you guys. We'll watch the curse words. Um, uh yeah i mean let's let's get started I, I I wanted to say a couple of words before we begin. I just well i like kind of jotting them down uh I mentioned that Matt and I recorded the podcast for a long time um yeah i I also realized that you know i i've been on the podcast for like what uh eight seven years now I really don't need to be on every episode, so uh it was nice to take a little break give give our listeners a little um break from my voice um we don't have much time i think that we, we're, we're going to do a quick podcast just concentrate on the inter game because it was um it was such a great game. And
2: um, yeah, we'll, we'll just talk about that. Take some questions as always. What, what did you want to say, Sam? Just a nice little injection of positivity for the Juventini. Um, but to, to his credit, Farhad was still, uh, was still doing all the editing. So he, he was doing some heavy lifting. He's, he's still involved. I think a couple people were panicking, wondering where the hell is, where, where the hell is Farhad what's going on. He's, he's, he's still around. He's still, he's still running this show. So. No, yeah. No if, you
0: guys, if you guys, I don't know if you guys heard the awesome musical, Musical stylings that Juventus, uh, that Turin Giants podcast now has. I've added a little, uh, it's little, all, it's blues, all, it's
2: all the F man, it's all the F man,
0: little, little, uh, you know, snippets of sounds. And I kind of do enjoy, uh, editing the podcast. And truth and matter, man, it takes, it, it takes a big chunk of the day to, uh, prepare, record, edit, post, promote, all that stuff. So it was nice to like kind of sit back in my bed and just do it at the end of the day. Uh, I listened to the first quote-unquote copy of the of the Turing giants podcast so it was, it was fun to get the first listen and like like i said man listening as a listener was was a was a was a, was a treat you guys you guys do run a really good podcast and you know listening from the outside give me a little perspective which was which was good you guys are you guys are a-okay
2: right Thank time you. to time to stop stroking each other off and time I to know. start stroking off uh time yeah. to start stroking off our boys who, who came out with a big win in the Copa yesterday for Farhad what, what did you what did you think uh, what did you think about the game obviously you haven't been on for a while what are your what sort of thoughts do you,
1: do I mean, you have f- on
2: how we've been progressing over the past couple of weeks overall maybe just a I mean, little, little state I'm, of the union uh, address I'm, from you and uh yeah. especially the, and especially the last the last week the the two 0 win against Sampdoria and the two one win against Inter. What are, what are your uh, What are your I mean, this
0: thoughts? this January, you know, that loss to, you know, loss to Inter came out of nowhere, and the way we came back during the month of January. And I don't think people realize. I mean, I've, you know, we're we're seeing it happen. But I just wanted to take a second and appreciate that a a, a coach that's never coached even a smaller team is still in the conversation. You know what I mean? It's only going up from now. Like, even if we don't win anything this year, which I'm prepared for, I don't wish on it. I'm just saying, if this happens to be the transition transition season, I'm totally okay with it. The way we've been doing, the way Pirlo is finding his feet, the way he's playing around with the, with the starting lineups. I know people are impatient, but to have this gift, like Pirlo as a coach, who... We knew he'd do great, but to this extent, to mm-hmm. you know, beating Inter at their at their ground uh, and kind of changing the the um, the mentality of the team, involving younger players who may not have been given a chance under a different coach, and just like that injection of youth is so refreshing to see. Uh, and you, you know, going back to your question about the actual game. It was sort of a mess. Like it was, there was no, it seems like there was no gameplay. Both teams just really, really wanted to beat each other. And we just, you know, kind of capitalized on the errors that they made. And there's, there's nothing like beating Inter, period. But beating them in such a manner, you know, punishing them for their mistakes. Uh, it was a great game. I really did enjoy um, the craziness on the field, all the fouls. It's just good old Italian, you know, just brawl.
2: Definitely, and and um, I I think what's cool is we're gonna have we're gonna have had the opportunity to see this matchup four times over the course of the season, twice in the Lega, now twice in the Copa over two legs, which is awesome. It doesn't happen all the time that we'll play them that often in the year, but it's it's making yeah. for a really interesting back and forth, you know. So obviously, Conte, you know, for, first first like to Conte and um, in 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 the league a couple of weeks ago, fair play. Um, now we're looking in pole position too if we don't blow it in the second leg. Uh, close it out and get one up back on him. 1-1. We'll complete the trilogy to close out the year. You know, Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier, same type of thing. You know, uh, McGregor, Matt, Matt. McGregor won the first... Sorry, yeah, no, just... just. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a big MMA guy, and I'm, I'm, I'm really fired up for the eventual now uh, Conor McGregor trilogy. And I think I think it's going to be really interesting to see what happens um, in the month of, I guess, April, May, um, when we face Inter again. Uh, in what will be the completion of the trilogy this season, if you count the Copa as... You know, too le- two, too too much too much legs as kind of what, one tie what overall. Huge,
0: what a huge bummer not to have fans in the stands. You know, I know these these are some historic games. Like imagine the reaction of the fans. Granted, we we scored both goals kind of away from the where Juve fans sit at the San Siro, but just imagine the scenes, man. And you know, I'll I'll take. I know a lot of people will take the game with no spectators if that's what we if that's what we have to do, but man, are we missing out on some crazy reactions from fans and the, the sounds and see you at the San Siro, you know, it's just with the fans in that. Matt, Matt, what's up, buddy? What did you think about that? Oh, by the way, I forgot to um, introduce Alessandro Belpiero.
2: There he is. There he is. <laughs> there
0: he is. I, just, I introduced him to, to Matt. They said hello. Over yeah, it's
2: the
1: first time I actually got to meet Alessandro <laughs> Belpiro. So, um, so what, what was your uh, what was your? I like
0: to always ask what your expectation was uh, versus what actually transpired.
1: Yeah, so going into the game, it was more nerves based off the fact that 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 loss was still so fresh in the mind, and the two nothing loss was completely they were completely outplayed oh, oh, in that match. Now that being said, obviously we were coming in with much more momentum than we were in previous games. So I was I was I was nervous, but I was really excited to see what, what the lineup was gonna be first of all and then what we were gonna how we were gonna to react to Inter. And on the reaction front, strong. It was even when Inter went up one nothing with that goal, which was a really nice goal. I mean, no no faults at that, that uh, Martinez did a great job getting ahead, of, getting ahead of Deleek. Let's and...
0: let's let's talk about that goal. Did you really think that Buffon was the one to blame? Because I don't think people realize how difficult it is. To oh no,
1: that's incredibly hard, especially at that where exactly where it fell. Where he has to, he doesn't, he can't fall sideways. He has to fall down, mm-hmm. and it's just like it's very hard to get your body into that position. He did a good job of getting a hand on it, but let's not. It, it was an, a very well hit shot. That thing was coming in with some force. And very low to the ground. It's a great shot. I don't. I don't think there's anyone to blame between Delict or, Bu- or Buffon. I think both of them just got beaten. I think that's that can happen. You know, sometimes you get beaten. And Martinez is a great player. Like, let's not knock him in his ability. So, and Barella with a great pass once again. Um, yeah, the, the fact so that ready. he got he's so the fact yeah. that he got
0: his hand on it is just miraculous because. I, like I've been on it, like sometimes I play, you know, we switch around in our league or whatever, you have to play goalie. If that sucker hits you in the <laughs> wrist and you're not ready, that shit hurts your elbow, dude. Like your elbow goes a little backwards. So the fact that Buffon at 43 with a reaction like this, is just, just such a phenomenon, man. Every time he's every time he's on the field, it's just like you're you're taking in every second and you just enjoy um, – Enjoy seeing him enjoy the game. Like I didn't think. I think Ronaldinho is one player that truly looked like he enjoyed playing. Buffon is another one. It's like does just, just like those guys are uh, still kids at heart.
2: I mean, so translation. Uh, this is Farhad saying, "I'm younger than Buffon, and I've played lower level football at the goalkeeper position." And. And I, and I and I and 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 I was dying. So I can only imagine how hard it how hard it must be for him at his be, age. To be. Believe Stopping me. Believe a me. Shot. I will never brag about my game, dude. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, look, look, I I actually think Gigi should have had it. Uh, I think he'll, I think he'd be the oh, first okay. to admit it. He he had hands up. He had his hands up and said, kind of, you know, you know, sc- scusate. And I think I think that's fair. I mean, as he's gotten older, listen, he's our backup goalkeeper now. We could do a lot worse with a backup goalkeeper than having um, someone of his of his psychological influence on the team that kind of, that kind of, you know, fatherly, fatherly influence on, on two players who he's literally old enough to be the father of. I mean, who started in this game, which by the way, super satisfying. Can we just all agree seeing Matias Dalit, um, Mary Demiral and Gianluigi Buffon posing together after the game. how unreal yeah, that, that was great. Love but,
0: that. Man, but, but that picture is uh, an instant classic for me.
2: For sure. Uh, but, but, I mean well, it's 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 a testament to how just how long he's been around because there's been there have been there there have been there have been he's he's pro- probably countless pictures where he where he has been with players significantly younger than him where 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 you'll just look and say, Wow, you this is this is the, these are these are icons of this one particular era of Juve and he's been involved in like four four or five such eras you know what I mean he's been yeah. he's been so timeless that's well I that's saw obvious, a picture.
0: but I, I, sorry I saw a collage yesterday where they circled the three Juve crests that he's played under and he's the, he's gone from the old 80s 90s crest to the one that we know in the 90s and now he's part of the you know the the, the new school Juve which is the, the yeah. longevity, the longevity is just <clears throat> mind blowing.
2: For sure. So again, we could do worse than having him as our backup goalkeeper. You know, again, so I, I mentioned the psychological influence that, he, that I think he has on the team. Um, also, the fact that he's one of the best goalkeepers of all time and still has a, a great, a great, a great deal of technical ability. I mean, my God, what a save on was it Darmian in the second half? Oh, that was a phenomenal still, save. He's still, phenomenal. he's still good for those crazy point blank saves sometimes. So yes, he should have had he probably should have had that little shot, but whatever, man, he's, he's been making those mistakes for a couple of years now. He's 43. It's to be expected. He's not, he's not, he's not the spring chicken that he once was. And even then he still got a hand on it. He didn't necessarily have to, he was kind of going the other way. It's, I I wouldn't worry too, too much about it. Um,
0: I I think defenses to, to be honest, defense was was to blame for that one because they completely fell asleep. I don't think they, I don't think they expected such a, such a drive from the, from the inter boys, you know?
2: And you know, and you know what I found funny was that save on Darmian. Uh, I'm convinced may still not have gone in because <laughs> b- behind behind Buffon was Demiral for the second time on the goal line. And can I just say, as a defender, I- I've I've been accused by my teammates a number of times of just of. Just being absolute, being an absolute chicken shit for for not going out and challenging, uh, challenging a ball in the box and kind of just retreating behind the goalkeeper while my teammates go out in an effort to clear the ball off the line and it doesn't work often. Okay, it doesn't work often, but when it does, my god, how satisfying! How satisfying! And I,
0: it's so funny. Do it at that
2: level? Oh my god! Yeah. You had a great tweet, Farhad. You were saying, uh, "Yeah, sex is good," but has <laughs> your defender ever cleared a ball off the line? I mean, it is, it is amazing. I,
0: I was watching with someone who doesn't really understand, you know, the game of football and stuff. And I was like, "Listen, this is like one of the one of the things that happens maybe every year. I, I I don't know, obviously the the frequency of that happening, but when it does, it's just it's like that that Italian chef's kiss, man, it just hits the spot." And I actually went through YouTube and you know compilations of of goal line clearances is just so sweet to watch, and just it's good to know that that a that a younger younger dude who's who's just beginning his career, Juve, was able to save that and celebrate like a true Juve defender. Yeah, exactly. that was
1: my favorite part is the way he <laughs> celebrated. That was a Chiellini Buffon exactly, type celebration. You exactly. know when Buffon will make a
2: big save, or yes. will make it when we'll, we'll, we'll make a big tackle and he'll do the King Kong. Yeah. yeah. That and was my favorite fist part fist was seeing
1: him react. I mean, props to Demarell on just how he played that, where he, he recognized where the ball was and he recognized Buffon coming out and he knew that he had to get back and that was just actually what really impressed me was just the heads up kind of the speed at which he moved immediately into position to be there, uh, yep. in, in a place to actually clear it. And then that saves the game. 100%. Um, not actually, lost.
0: actually I did post that photo. Somebody, somebody on Twitter, uh, put a little emoji finger and, and, you know, to point out that Demiral was right, on the money like he was he knew what was what was going to happen exactly he knew exactly where that. he
1: needed to be he he read the situation perfectly and 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 it was right there um, I mean not lost in the situation though is that why did that ha- uh situation happen to begin with a really bad giveaway by Benton Kerr not to go negative but let's let's talk let's of... talk
0: about our boy let's talk about him I I can't I can't, I mean, his giveaways cannot keep happening. It's not, it's not like he gets stripped it's They're not like he's couple. under pressure. He just gives them away. He just sometimes just blatantly just gives the ball away to, uh... but before we move on to to, uh, to Bentoncourt and saying all the negative things, uh, Alessandro Belpere wants to approve Demiral. Here
2: we go. So on brand too. So on brand with the type of player that he is and the player that he just looks like he looks like a guy that that is that that should be a grizzled center back and he is although
1: he's like I think I'll, he'll, I think he's like I'll
2: catch a case for Buffon, man.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. I I just picture him at like practice being like, "All right, line up just shut shooting balls at me. I'm going to get in front of them like
2: wait 8 years. Wait 8 years. I'm telling you, he's going to I think he's going to be around and he's going to go down as being one of those guys who's just just known Turkish, for Turkish being hammer. for for being a bull. Yeah,
0: I just hope he works on the yellow card issue. Yeah, it's not I I never thought getting yellow and red cards is a is is like, you know, Ramos, you know, where is it like a badge of honor? I don't like that. You're putting your team in um, and 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 that's foul, especially
1: the unneeded ones. I can't I can't be okay with. I mean, he slid he went from behind in the attacking third. And it just yeah. didn't seem it was it was I I my I think my jaw dropped when I saw it. I was like wow what is he doing like that There's no need to go to, to go to the ground in that position He's already out of position to begin with Like he's so far up the field, uh, and I get wanting to you know get win the ball back quickly But when you're chasing the the, the other team's player back towards their goal, there's no reason to go to go to ground. So, dumb. so dumb. And the fact that he's you know he doesn't get him come close to the ball hits him in the hits him on like the high shin. Not even. To near the ground, it was it was a really bad tackle, and he does need to work on his some of his um, his fouls. I'll say.
0: So we we covered Buffon, we covered Demiral. You know, Delic came back and just bullied bullied these little interplayers. and <laughs> he's just he's just so big. I, I I love him so much. Like it's just like the the love. You know, the last couple of years, love for Juve was kind of like oh man, you know, guys are not giving us what what we fall, what we fell in love for with Juve. Um, uh four but now man it's just it's it's slow it's slowly beginning to come back and and you know seeing delict there you know flipping borella into next tuesday is just just so satisfying to watch um yeah we talked about so let's talk about a couple of a couple of performances that were not greatest Bernadeski, you know, by his standards, it was an okay game. Can we talk about the penalty
2: and the, you know, the cross that cross? First of all, it was a terrible cross. I, was, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't get out of my head how bad the cross was, which happens in the game sometimes. But because, because it led to a key moment in the game, we're going to get, we get to keep rewatching it, right? You know what I mean? It happens yeah. sometimes, you know, a poor, a poor cross does happen, you know? Yeah, it's So it's a tough, it's a tough look. Cause there's a lot of criticism that's gone his way. I understand that. But again, because, because that is on replay now, because people are constantly going to be rewatching what led to the penalty that's in great that's that's it's branded in people's brains just that that that, that brutal it's, cross. it's
0: it's like it's like the version of you know the westbrook uh, gif when he turns around starts eating something bernardeski is like i hope nobody noticed because <laughs> juanito over there is is acting up a storm I, you know you know what this th- there's 50 percent of people who say oh clear penalty and me the the wasn't clear to me no, 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 I totally get it. But I like as a as a as a ref, I would never be like, yeah, that's a that's a foul because I, it seemed like it was just so away from the ball. But I'm glad, you know, I'm glad that yeah. worked out.
1: It's funny when you mentioned that say about the, the the cross being like over and over again because it at, when it happened I didn't notice how bad it was because I noticed Quadrado going to the oh, ground and I yeah. was like oh what just happened and then on like the replay of the ball, I was like holy crap that ball went so far over
0: like and, and he has so much space and like his if you notice he's his so his, open <laughs> his whip on like when he gives a pass or if he like crosses the ball his whip on the ball is so. Like his swing of the leg is so wide. Like what? All are you in his doing, head, boys. Dude?
2: All in his head, boys. No, he's a great cross of the ball. It's all in his head. I'm telling you. Yeah, but he's 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 been doing that for a couple of years. Sometimes sometimes he'll nail him. Sometimes he'll 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 he'll. He'll totally, he'll totally fluff them. But again, most wide players that are crossing balls often can be good for a couple of those once in, once in a while. It's just, I, I think in his case, it's all mental. I, anytime we talk about him until he proves otherwise, to me, I, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to bang the drum that it's a mental thing with him. That's all so, it is. So, See, we know so, he's a technically gifted player. It's just all mental. Yeah.
0: We we will talk about you know we will take more questions but since we're on the topic could have scored like-
2: by the way could have scored uh, in the second half against Inter uh, absolutely a little deflection on his shot it was actually, yep. actually aiming for the bottom shot, corner good shot too it was a you got in position you know just bad luck bad luck right that that go, that that doesn't get deflected that goes in and yeah. your 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 mentality changes it it's just it's been a it's been a compilation of, of he's unfortunate. had a, he's
1: had a few unfortunate games where he's had good looks and he's had obviously some really bad misses, but he's had a few good looks that goalie did well or deflected. It just it happens, and it just kind of sucks because for him, the confidence
2: needs to be there, and it's just not. You know what You know what exemplifies or well, you know you know what you know what is a I, I guess a really good metaphor for his entire UV career if one play kind of stands out in my mind more than anything else.
0: The white jersey?
2: No. No, what 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 do you mean? The, what do you the, mean
0: the the, the, this famous picture of him in front of the goal, and the caption says, oh. "I'm going to tell my kids that Bernadeski missed this."
2: Oh, that. Hey, one. Okay, yeah. Yes. Yes. But if you're okay. Yes. Yes. But if you recall, if you recall, he didn't just. You're referring. You're refer, So you're referring to the Lyon game, right? In the no, Champions League. It was a Serie game. The June. Okay. Well, well. 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 Then we're not talking about the same thing. The moment that stands out in my mind when I think about summarizing Bernadeschi's career in one play is against Lyon in the month of August last year. He was on the right wing. I think he invited like two players to challenge a ball, uh, for, to challenge for the ball off his foot. And he dipsy-doodled around both of them. And I think he split two or three defenders. And he hugged the touchline. Goalkeeper mm-hmm. came out to claim the ball. He still had the, he had the patience and the, and, the, and the good sense to, uh, to, 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 to shuffle around him. And then with nobody to beat, Mm -hmm. hesitated a second instead of just pegging it right in, tried to side foot it in. And as he adjusted his footing, it allowed, I think it was um, Jason Deneer or some Lyon defender to adjust and slide in to block the ball as it was going in from like maybe two feet out. But again, one of the, I, I, I fell out of my seat thinking, oh my god, this is oh, did, my god, you, oh my god, oh my god, it's confidence. His confident. I saw the, the lights. Work. I saw I saw his UBIC career flashing before my eyes, and then he missed it. And then we went yeah. out. And that's Bernardeschi, You know, that's yeah. what it is. I remember that's that now. He, that's what he so could do Yeah, yeah.
1: And the, the, that explanation of it is so great. Like he did such an amazing job in that setup that you were like, this is going to be like the greatest goal ever. And the fact he didn't score, it's just like.
2: It's, like, it's, it's it's never gonna happen, is it? It's never it's just <laughs> never gonna work. Something's it's, just wrong here.
0: It's like Bernadeski got- giveth and Bernadeski taketh away. Exactly. He's, go, he's
2: got to go to Roma. <laughs> uh, he's relegated to like the, a life at Roma or Atalanta or something. Who like, sent the meme of the like the
1: one guy hitting the other dude with the pole? And it just says Bernadeski, 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 and it's just like Bernadeski hitting himself <laughs> with himself. Like that's that's so proper, perfectly Bernadeski. Like, well,
0: speaking of Bernadeski, um, I know we like to do questions at the end of the. Podcast, but since stuff will come up, and we've talked about this when we read the questions at the end, and then it's something we've already spoken about. So let's yeah, if it
2: organically comes up, let's let's address it. So a lot of these are from the Giovanni who hopefully won't be too disappointed that Giovanni isn't here to answer them. Himself. Yeah, yeah. Jo- shout so out to Giovanni.
0: He's he'll be listening, and he's the one who couldn't join today. So I, I decided to jump on, um, and I'm glad I did. I'm truly I am enjoying this. So the question from uh, Wodek. Uh, Do you believe that Bernadeski could still be a useful player for Juve? I criticize him, like most of us, but maybe just maybe he needs one or two goals to break some mental problems. Dude, the the mental problem, the goal should have been two years ago. I don't know why we're still talking about that miraculous moment in his career where he's kind of agreeing with
2: us though, like that there's a mental block where if things go his if things no 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 but
0: but he's saying maybe just maybe he needs one or two goals. I don't think that two goals even will will help him anymore. You know what I mean?
1: Like he. Yeah. I I think he should move on to Roma and not. Goner. goner.
0: He's a goner. A team
1: like that is where he deserves to be. Where he can not be. It won't be as competitive. He can get more consistent playing time. I think he's a. I'm. I was very disappointed by his career trajectory at Juve. I was so excited when he joined. I thought he had a good first season and one that really set the set the stage for him to take off, and it just didn't happen. And. I, I, you know, I, I'm saying, I'm not sure if you feel the same way, but anytime an Italian signs for Juve, I'm like, oh, I'm all exciting. in on them. Yeah, like, of course. I'm just like, to be. Let's, let's, let's go, let's get it going. He's going to be great, especially the attackers. Like, we don't, Italy's attackers have always been, have always struggled, so,
2: yeah. I don't, about and, I don't know about always, but, for, for, well, <laughs> but it, feels like, it feels like it's been forever.
1: <laughs> sorry, since, since like the golden generation, you know, in the last like 10 years, though, it's been it's been hard to find Italian strikers that have, have really taken off on the, on the top teams. And so that's why I, of, I pulled Speaking for... of
0: Italians, I, I mentioned that before the podcast, by the way, I think we should rec- start recording the pre-podcast conversations because there's, there's a lot of good stuff going on there. Um, last week was, was, or two weeks ago, wherever you guys recorded, was the first time uh, three, three Italians, man, on the podcast. We went full Italian <laughs> squad. Uh, we've had Persians, we've had Azeri people we've had, uh, Russians, and, and it's, it's been an international podcast for sure, but having all three of you Italian boys was was a, was a quite a quite a milestone for us. Um, well, uh, Sam, do you have anything to add to that? Because I want to read jo- Giovanni's answer, like I would promise to him.
2: Yeah, well, well let, let's definitely read Giovanni's answer, but real quick, I I, I think at the same time, although Bernardeschi has never really m- met the expectations that I think a lot of us had for him at U.S. so far, and it's, let's be honest, it's been what it's his fourth year at the club now, he'll probably never hit those heights. He'll probably just always wind up going down as a guy who you know was a bench player who 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 I guess never quite cemented himself as as a key player for us, but you you do need players like that to come off the bench. I mean, it's 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 having players like that coming off the bench and having that kind of depth that is gonna be the that is gonna be the envy of the rest of the league and that's gonna help you go on to win Scudetti. He's not he's not world class. But he's very good. He's a very good technical player, and he's still good. And he's still good for, and you know what? He's won with us for a couple of years now. So he's still good for, uh, I guess, a consistent sort of performance it's just you you know what you're going to get from him now it's consistently underwhelming if your initial expectations were what they were but I think he's kind of turned into a player who you kind of know what you're going to get out of him I think it's when you start to hope that he might break that duck that you start to get disappointed and I I think it's also easy to it's easy to shit on him too when you see how well done this year who by the way scored um who who scored at the weekend against Sampdoria um nice build-up play um Actually, I know we were shitting on Bentancourt, but he actually started that whole play. Nice little heads-up play. Boom, two-line pass. Uh, Wound up on Morata's foot on the right-hand side of the box. And Morata's actually very under... I think one underrated skill of his is to drive forward and put a ball across the box for a a player on coming to the back post. I think it's it's a very underrated skill of Morata's. And he set up Chiesa very well on that play. Chiesa scored a lot this season for us. Um Already, you know, he, he's been terrific. He's been everything that we've wanted about Nardeski to be. So that's a tough comparison right there. Um, But we have to remember, we need depth coming off the bench. That's where I think he can be useful um going forward. So. Great answer,
0: buddy. Yeah, uh, well, let's just read uh Giovanni RIP. Um, so I'm reading from our WhatsApp. By the way, should we start like a WhatsApp for for Touring Giants fans? I feel like like it's a very popular it's gonna be reason. blowing
2: up all the I mean, if you could do it count me out I'm 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 mute I'm muting it. <laughs>
1: yeah exactly I was about to say like, that, that sounds that it, sounds like
2: a private Twitter conversation.
1: It's basically well, I was in a WhatsApp group for like a bunch of you fans at one well, point and like within, I'm, a, minute, I'm an within a minute out within a minute, <laughs> within a minute I was like oh this was the worst decision ever. It's just it, I'm like I gotta get out of here. Uh,
0: but but I feel like I feel like it it would be more like oriented around the podcast so if you, if you if you guys like if you guys listening want to join i'll definitely open one i'm not promising we'll be like 100 percent on it but sometimes you know get Getting the little group of WhatsApp followers—it's—it it's, can be fun. Like when you're not doing anything, you're just chilling or whatever. Um, Twitter's think-
2: cool. Otherwise, you know, you you you, yeah, you have I, our Twitter I, handles if you. I think, little- I think I think yeah, I think I like
0: Twitter. I like Twitter. Twitter's no, no, cool. no. i no, are talking about WhatsApp.
2: Should we- I know,
1: I'm, I'm, we're joking. We're we're saying I like- understand, understand what you're saying. I'm I'm saying Twitter's cool. It's a little more passive. <laughs> we're <laughs> oh, saying okay. we're not as big a fans of like the big WhatsApp community. <laughs>
0: all right.
1: All right. But um, you should totally do it if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fully on. Fully
2: fully on, Fully on board. So you guys, but, what, what you failed to, fail to account it. for is, hang on. People are listening to us in Australia, Russia. You're going to have people in different time zones that are, that are, that are, that are dinging your phone up, man. Dude, gonna it's going to be on the well. mute. I'm not
0: going to do, I, I, I'm an old man. My phone goes on. Don't disturb at 8 PM. Like I don't want to talk to anybody after eight <laughs> o'clock or before eight, eight, like eight, eight. I have, I have the automatic setting, but eight to eight. I am not available. Um, but anyways, speaking of, um, WhatsApp. Giovanni writes uh, regarding Bernadeschi. Uh, I think he's done at Juve. He had the talent and the potential initially, but for whatever reason, didn't work out. I honestly think it would be beneficial for him to start over somewhere else. Uh, Roma, Napoli, are two spots he would be able to get some playing time, less pressure, and it could eventually flourish. But he's done at Juve. Laying down the gauntlet, man. He's done. I mean, I, and the, the funny thing is, nobody holds. Uh, if you're like a true Juve fan, you don't really hold him. You, what's what's the word I'm looking for? You don't have In any ill. You don't have any ill will towards him. Like I like, uh, I still like him, and he's he's a nice dude. Uh, he definitely appreciates playing for you. It just something didn't work out.
2: We're so patronizing. We're such assholes. Ah, uh, listen, it didn't work with us, but you know, he could go to one of those other teams that aren't. I, eh, you can go to Roma or Napoli. These other teams like, that that Roma, eh, they're good but they're not they're not our level you know it's you know yeah not, not that Romer is is
1: is above us in the table or anything right like i don't, I don't think that's fair because we did we, we we did
0: give him the benefit of the doubt and we did explain why like we're not just just some some angry dude on twitter like no, if no. this if that go play your guitar blah 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 it you know he's a good utility player but we just don't have the space for him and he could we we, we are wishing him better that he goes to a team that he can find his feet or whatever
2: yeah, I like his worldliness. By the way, I, I yeah, like the did. fact that he's wor- that he's worldly. I want it to work out so bad. It's just, Me too. You know, just if, if yeah. you love someone, if you love something, set it free. And as, any, <laughs> as an Italian national who wants him to who wants him to come into a major tournaments hot and uh, confident in his ability, that yeah, yeah, man, just just go go go, go to Roma. I'm um, to quote to quote a was there a Seinfeld bit the, the, where where Jerry goes, oh, you, you would love it, you would love it. Just, <laughs> listen not us go there you would you would love it Um, I mean to to his credit Bernadeschi's always been pretty consistent for the national
1: team so if 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 playing more at a team like Roma and Napoli helps that take that to the next level good let's do it uh
0: well I think we should definitely talk about the star of the game the the double at the San Siro didn't score a couple of games coming into this game and uh, a lot of doubters and especially the fact that he only I think he only scored against Inter once um a lot of people oh were, were not expecting much. Thank you.
2: Um, She's a big UEFA fan, isn't she, Farhad?
0: No, that that was my boy. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. Oh, they, that's,
2: they, oh, poor, poor, poor. Can I say his name? No, I, I won't say his name. It's fine. I'll, I'll keep it private. Poor, poor, poor kid. My God. If he ever winds up listening back to this podcast, he's going That's like when I when I was his age and I would answer the phone, they would think I was my mom.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh yeah i remember those days yeah no that's it's not my poor kid
2: i just thought he was his sister oh no stop. it's all good man they all sorry st- sorry junior
0: dude don't worry about it um so yeah like i like i was saying before i was interrupted by by a child um yeah ronaldo just show show i think they they i don't think inter was expecting where they were expecting such a such a game from him because he really, really wanted to score. And before, before obviously, I give you guys a chance to talk. Uh, Daniel, he's our, um, he's my resident CR fanboy on on Twitter. He's actually a nice guy who's respectful to Juve, and he just happens to really, really love you, uh, Ronaldo. And he he comes up with some gems sometimes. So he wrote on Twitter: August 2002, Ronaldo makes his football debut for Sporting against Inter, age 17. 19 years later, he's backed his 762nd goal of his career against them, approaching 36 years old. We came full circle and a little emoji of a goat. It's awesome. I mean, just how crazy is that? That's that so mind blowing.
2: I'll take that kind of Ronaldo commentary over the Messi reply guys or the Barcelona reply guys just posting gifs of Cristiano anytime, uh, anytime Barcelona lose a game or whatever, just comparing, <laughs> comparing the two players. I don't, I don't know. Question for you guys. Did, am I the only one who, uh, who felt like he lost a couple of years, uh, who, who had a couple of years sh- shave off his life when, when he was waiting for – That 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 left-footed side finish one time. That left-footed side finish from the from the touchline to go in and just trickle in off the post. And the way I I almost had a heart attack, man. So I was
1: I was saying with Fahad before we hopped on about just how hard that shot is. Oh my god! Because the way he's hitting it, it's going to curve away from the goal. So if as long, as long as the you know the rotation isn't too fast, it'll go in. But there was that moment where I'm like, oh, is this going to curve? Is this going to miss that? That, oh, that, that was so po- painful. Yeah. It was <laughs>
2: awesome though. There, were, listen, the, the Dembele block, the Buffon save, the the yeah. go ahead goal. But bear in mind, two away goals as well, because obviously it's yes. a two legged yes. affair. So that was huge. That was huge. Listen. Yeah, it we was a
0: defense wet dream for sure.
2: We were we, we were talking about we were talking about you know. not taking that one touch. You know, if he steals the ball, he's taking another touch, realigning his body and trying to finish it. I mean, Ronaldo never even doubted himself for a second. Yeah, he yeah. checked back. What, what was unreal is there was a, there was this one angle where you could see it trickling in from the opposite side. Where Cristiano's turning around, watch it go in. And as he hits the post, he turns to celebrate. And you see Antonio Conte in the background just have his hands on his head, <laughs> almost drop to his knees. It was incredible. Well, it, was such
1: a, it was such a weird setup with the goalie and Bastoni. Like, I thought it was Hadanovich's I thought it was, was, was Hadanovich's problem at first, but then Bastoni clearly points to him to say, go get it. And it's like, he's not in the box. I, it just was a real, considering how much people, and how good Bastoni's been.
2: This 21 years old, man. That's that's what you get sometimes, yeah. you know? Yeah. Lack, of, lack of confidence. Hey, Handanovic probably could have done better to to, a, to assert himself, but it was outside the box. So he couldn't just, he couldn't just slide on his side and, exactly. and claim it. And Cristiano was, you know, smart. He was hiding in his yeah, and I, loved, blind spot I and loved Ronaldo pointing, that explosiveness. To
1: his, pointing to his head and being like, I, I knew what they were doing. <laughs> I just loved
2: it. I was like, yes, yes, let's go. Can you imagine if the, Sa- sorry, I was going to say the San Siro. If the San Siro... Had been packed and <laughs> would have gotten silenced yeah. by that play. I mean, it, they would have had a heart attack watching that. But um, it would have been yeah, just just like a slow death, man. It's like, yeah, would, it's would you, would you like... rather die from a gunshot to the head or or uh, or or uh, or stabbed stabbed fifty times fifty times for five minutes? It's, oh, man, it's, what are you that's talking? That's the ladder. About? This just went
0: <laughs> dark so
2: quickly. <laughs> Actually, it's, it's so like funny. It's like a slow, painful death for Dead Easty.
0: Uh, when I was uh, when I was a guest, and thank you again for inviting me. To the culture podcast by the way you should have Matt whenever you need someone to fill in i feel like i feel like you'd be a good addition he's the only one
2: who hasn't been on so i think yeah. uh i think we might have to we okay, might okay. Have to invite it. him on for uh for for a little appearance maybe a little maybe a little five aside side segment have uh have him grace uh grace uh grace our uh grace the air grace the, the uh, airways the airways of the uh, airways. uh <laughs> with with those with those with those sweet bostonian, uh, those sweet <laughs> bostonian um expressions and, and yeah sure yeah sure <laughs> i'm i'm, I'm
0: um yeah well, I forgot what i was going to say um what
2: slow, we de- ronaldo
1: slow the, death ronaldo goal yeah, that that the that goal that goal is just beautiful
0: yeah it was it was a it was a it was a 2 seconds of just the slowest 2 seconds ever man because it, it's it it's it takes such mastery it takes such experience to be able to Put all of these things in, it's just getting there, first of all. If you can see the the replay, he was so far away from them. And I think I mentioned it on Twitter also. Uh, Last season, Ronaldo did score a couple of goals where he put the goalkeeper and the defender under such pressure. He scored like two or three goals like that. And we kind of take it for granted, the fact that he just can just – zero 60 in in three seconds and he's there you know and this was just one of those goals where he just wanted it more and um you know bastoni kind of uh hurt us with that with that amazing pass to Barella, and um i feel like this this was a Gave it right back. Yeah,
2: one one yeah. one one man one one in the series. You know, if we if we win the second leg, and move on. Like I said, one one in the series and on to the trilogy.
0: And we can all agree. We can all agree that the fact that we missed out on Burrell is just hurting oh. me every time I see him because he's it's, so good.
1: It's it's one of those. He's like one of those few players that like Juve fans. <laughs> are just even though he plays, fans are like, man, he's so good. Like you just you just can't help but love watching him. And he's a town. Yeah, and he's a town. And, and, that's, and I, I think let's. I, I know we're the Juve podcast, but is Barella the best italian player right now?
2: I don't know po- possibly very very possibly. I can't think of anyone that's I honestly maybe not yet. Maybe right maybe now. maybe not yet but Definitely, I think honestly. for inform at least, probably. I think he's, he's probably the most informed Italian. He, he might be for my money, Donnarumma. Uh, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we kind of discount Donnarumma a little bit because he's because he's been you know he, he's been twenty one forever.
1: He's, <laughs> he's been playing for like twenty years, but still is only twenty
2: one. <laughs> for prob- probably probably Barella uh, again, number of midfielders I think we've got in our Arsenal are quite are quite strong at the moment, but he's the one who's been the most dominant at least consistently uh, on, on the season so far. Probably yeah him. yeah it's a good call.
0: Um, I like to give uh, one of my favorite accounts on Twitter a shout out. Uh, Twitter's become kind of a kind of a rough place uh, there's, been, there's been a lot of negativity, and I don't dig it you know Juve Twitter was always about Juve, and, and just people. People, you know, becoming trolls, and especially the younger kids on it. I don't dig that. So whenever there's a great, um, like a great account, you guys should check out. I always try to give them a shout out. Um, Inconvenient Truth. Uh, I've mentioned him a couple times. He's a great guy, uh, respectful, and he he's sort of like Rav. Like I would think it's Rav behind it, but uh, he gives great. Um,
2: it's his way uh, back in. It's Rav's way back into. Uh, yeah, I mean, his, it's, it's his kinda, it's, account. The, the, yeah. the space.
0: This guy's as uh, anonymous as can be, like nobody knows who he is, but he, he gives some, some good stats and opinions sometimes. So follow him, uh, letter I, truth, 19, uh, sorry, I, truth, 98. Uh, so he says that this a little bit of a little bit of stat that I stole from him. I just wanted to give him a credit. Uh, Juventus since the beginning of 2021, eight wins, one loss, 23 goals, scored, eight conceded. Three clean sheets and we uh, won a Super Copa.
2: Yeah, you no, know, for sure. And by the way, if 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 that's a if that's Ralph's burner, I'm super impressed because my burner account would be like just l- liking 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 <laughs> rogue politicians and conspiracy theories <laughs> and shit and, and 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 just just trolling and just trolling people. I'd like be a reply guy. You'd, you'd be the complete the, complete the, keyboard the... warrior. That's usually what people do on their burner. <laughs> but and in, in, in this guy and this guy's like. This guy, this guy's like sitting, no, I'm, back, I'm sitting sure. back in his uh, sitting back in his armchair with a with a pipe and a robe. Just, but it would it but, wouldn't be know, fair. I consider the consideration is that uh, you know the fact of the matter is we've won eight matches and lost one since the turn of the year.
0: Yeah, he's, he gives some good opinions, and and uh, but you know not to discredit him, I I said that he tweets similar to Rav. If you guys don't know who Rav is, it's at uvfc The guy who uh. Who was
2: the, uh, He was, was a
0: legend, He was a legend on Twitter. He, was a, he did 10 episodes with us and uh, I, I do appreciate having him as a, as a good friend. Rob is a, Rob is a good dude, but this guy, Inconvenient Truth, I don't think that's him. Um, that wouldn't be fair to him. Um, be funny if it
2: was, that's all.
0: Yeah, it just sounds, sounds similar. Um, yeah, so we talked about the penalty. Uh, the penalty in the top, I mean that that's just you can't as a goalie you will never be able to 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 save that. Um um, let's let's talk about did kind of touch on the second goal, um the desire of Ronaldo just to um always be there, always, always be always be pressuring the boys. Um you guys wanted to bring up anything before I before I kind of dig into my phone to see what we're gonna talk about next. Anything you guys wanted to mention?
2: maybe just one point is that I think it's going to be even harder next week. Conte's still going to want to eat us for lunch and we conceded two goals to them last time. So let's not, let's not start counting our chickens before they hatch. Um, I think to really exercise the demons of that first game that we lost to them this season, a couple of weeks ago, we will have to close this out. So let, let's not get too, let's enjoy this. Well, let's not get too, too high yet. Um, we got to close them out at home granted, but we still have to close them out and, okay. um, that's it. I think, I think then we could chalk up the win for, for, uh, for Il Mister uh, Il Mister Maestro.
1: Yeah, and we, we, we talked about this last week, Sam, with Gio, is that this is the beginning of the, the stretch of really tough games where we're going to see the measurement of Juve's worth and of Pirlo being able to balance this roster with these games. So now that you know, the Inter game's done, good first win, but you know, we have Roma, we have Inter again, we have Napoli, and we have Porto. Yeah, thanks for, with- thanks for
0: bringing that up. I wanted to mention that also. So Saturday, February 6th, the game We're against Roma. Roma. We're hosting Roma. Massive. Then, uh, Jesus, February 9th, three days later, uh, Juventus Inter. That's the second leg of the Copa. Uh, February 13th, that's the, uh, that's the Napoli game. We are going to Sao Paulo. Well, now what? Diego Maradona Stadium? Is that official? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then February seventeenth, that's the Porto Juventus game. Thankfully, we have the squad depth, man. You you yes. see you see the boys that are coming out as a, as subs, and, and you just even the even the commentators always mention the fact that our bench is just so so disgustingly stacked.
1: Well, when you can sub in Morata in you know in the Copa game, knowing very well that he's going to start next week, and then have Kuleshovski be able to come off the bench, it's a great it's a great problem to have with with in the current league in the current setup so this will be it's going to be on on Pirlo to really get the most out of his starting 11 and really make sure that he's putting the best players forward but while also keeping an eye on which games does he want to prioritize and make sure that if he does need to rest anybody he's picking the right times to rest somebody or with cards coming up who could potentially be missing a game and how do you balance that so it's going to be a tough it's a tough stretch and but if you know if he comes out of here and we win every game like it's clear that pierlo is is a master of it's stuff. it's like
0: it's like when morpheus you know neo in the matrix was doing all the tricks and morpheus just leans in and says he's the one you know if pierlo <laughs> if, if pierlo can like be forged by the fire of this crazy schedule and come out on top and i just love the way he coaches man. i love the the not not maybe not particularly the gameplay and all that that that's all can involve but the fact that we have a coach that players, I've, I've talked about this when Sari was our, was our coach. We've, we've gave away so many, uh, so many leads. And then the players were just not on the same wavelength. And I was, I was saying how it's important to have a coach you want to win for because coaches most of the time get, get blamed for the losses. And I feel like the, the team wants to perform for Pilo, and just seeing the younger generation, the older generation kind of, cause he, he's sort of like, we've seen him play. And now the older, the younger generation will consider him the coach, their coach. It's just, it just, you know, so wholesome, wholesome to see what's going on at Juve right now. Um, um, we don't just take questions. I want you guys to message us on Twitter at Juve podcast or just, you know, DM me anywhere on social media with your comments also. Uh, Daniel Jafari, our old friend. What's up, doctor? Um, he said something that I, I don't know. I don't know how to react to that. So I'll just read it. You guys decide. So he says the CR seven has been poor, but he has always been decisive. Many players cautioned means we're likely to play the final without some of them. Perhaps Conte gives up and doesn't feel his starting eleven again. But aside from these, we won't uh, we won't win with Berna in a lineup against Inter. Let that sink in. So. Take it for whatever is worth. Um, I don't think CR Seven has been poor, even even when he didn't score. Uh, we, I think we can collectively disagree on that. I'll just I'll just go ahead and say that by Matt Matt just shaking his head and just sinking his lips and it's like, no, that's not true. He 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 wasn't he wasn't scoring, but that doesn't mean he was poor. You know what I mean? But I love Daniel anyways. He's a he's an old supporter, and um,
2: he'll, he'll he'll go down as having had. One of the one of the highest goal tallies in Italy this season, and so it ends there. <laughs> it, it won't be as pretty as as it might have been a couple of years ago. There's less flair. I understand. He might. I understand what he means. I disagree. He hasn't been poor, but there have been stretches where, um, well stretches. There have been a couple of matches where, I guess, he sort of faded into obscurity recently but I wouldn't really say it was I, I really wouldn't say it's a trend I mean against Milan we kind of did it without him being spectacular I remember that was a point that we all made and he didn't really show up I guess you could say in the Inter game but in the first Inter game in the league but no one really did it was a combination of Inter being really good and us being really poor uh, so yeah I don't know anyone that's still saying that Ronaldo needs to go Ronaldo which I know this I know I know this listener didn't say but I, that's kind of the, that's kind of the inference, right? Is, oh, you know, he's, he's losing it. He's lost it. He's poor. Therefore he should go. I think that just has to be cast aside. Cause again, if we're going to, if we're going to talk about having Bernardeschi on the bench and how that's good depth, I mean, you're not going to tell me that having Cristiano Ronaldo isn't, <laughs> isn't, isn't, isn't an absolutely fantastic asset. Uh, even if he might go a couple of games without scoring here and there on, on balance. Pff, no, he, he he'll, he'll still probably win. Yeah.
0: Yeah, just ha- having him on a team is just such a treat. I know I've mentioned that
1: uh,
2: bar is so high with him too. That's, that's
1: okay. I think part of the problem too is that yeah. he, you know, he's Ronaldo and he does so many amazing things. And that when he goes on a run of games where maybe he doesn't score every game or he doesn't do amazing things every game, you're like, oh, he's been poor. But It's like, no, nah, he's probably still been really good. Just that our expectations of what he can do every and like you said, the Inter game, the first one, he didn't score and we lost. And it's like, oh, why didn't Ronaldo save us? It's like, well, nobody was good that game. Like that yeah. game was terrible.
2: So, yeah. well, why didn't Morata score? Right, exactly. Was well, yeah. because we don't expect him to score every single game. And he's, you want to talk about a player that
1: that has that came in really, really hot and has really fallen off, or not fallen off? That's that's aggressive. But like, you know, Morata came in and everyone was so stoked about all these goals he, he was plateaued. scoring. He plateaued. He plateaued. And so, I'm not saying like, oh, we need to get rid of him. He's a bust. But players will go through ebb and flow. And Ronaldo's yeah. just his standards are so high that if he's not, if he's not scoring every game where, like, well, he's, he's or people, I'll say we, fans are like, oh, he's struggling. He'll
2: score a hat-trick in two weeks. He'll score a hat-trick against Napoli, you know? (laughs) Morato will score a a race this weekend. That's just how it is. And the other thing is, he'll be 36 in a couple of days, and And um, we're waiting for it to happen, right? We're waiting for the fall off. Everyone's expecting it. Everyone knows that human beings will eventually fall off. He's not going to be 80 and still playing well. So it's got to happen eventually. So we're, we're waiting for it to happen. Is it going to happen at 36. Is it going to happen last year? You know, is is it going to happen in five years? I don't know. No one knows, right? We're, we're expecting it. We're waiting for it to happen. And we're, we're, uh, I think there's a heightened sense of paranoia about his performance as well, because there's an expectation that he won't be able to do it forever because no one can, Mm -hmm. but um, let's, let's wait until he's not among the top scorers in Europe. Uh, before, before, you know, hitting the panic button.
0: It's, it's awful. I, I read the comments and you, you mentioned those dudes that have these bot accounts. It just, yeah, you want to read. Twitter is just not a place to read intelligent comments. By the way, speaking of intelligent comments, I don't know if any of you are on Reddit. Reddit has a great, I always, you know, pimp them out because they've been behind the UV podcast back in the days, um, 100%. I, I love that reddit community and there's like thousands of them now I remember when I started it was like 1200 back in 2012 when you've just coming back. And uh, yeah if you're on reddit you join the, the UVA community as well there, uh, if you want to have a nice conversation because all the stupid comments kind of get downvoted down that's the whole point of reddit uh, and I heard next on Reddit is, is the U.S. stocks. We're going we're gonna to take this baby to $1,000 a share, baby. Um,
2: we actually discussed this on the Calcio podcast yesterday, we, which <laughs> which which club would be the GameStop of Calcio. We decided it would be Palermo. So that's, that's what we're oh, pumping yes. now. It's Palermo to the moon. Ooh, Palermo ooh, to the moon all ooh, day. Uh, every market indicator suggests that they ought to be exactly where they are which is bankrupt and in city at d or city at g where they are they don't own their stadium they have no clear ownership group but they've had multiple different they, they, they've, they've had multiple different different directors the last couple of years or owners the equivalent of hi, of having like a bunch of different ceos uh they have know, an iconic pink jersey and they've had some good toxic, players come through toxic, so let's
1: take it to the roof baby yeah, That's
2: ex- exactly so 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 we're we're gonna go against every 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 better market instinct that we have. And, and just, yeah, exactly. That's an amazing pick. I, I absolutely
1: love that <laughs> Palermo is the GME stock. Exactly. There we go.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're really some Palermo stonks.
1: So uh, stonks. stonks. <laughs> every time. Diamond hands, that. rocket ships, baby. Let's go.
0: Every time I see that meme with the stonks guy, it's just <laughs> it's just so silly. What is that? If you traveled from two thousand eight or whatever, where memes were not a thing,
1: you're really like. What are people doing? What are these stonks and what are these silly ass? We've become we've become collectively so dumb as a group as a society. I just we, I literally,
0: you know, we we live by memes, and I've brought up memes and that people know and the gifts and stuff on this podcast alone like three four times already, and it's just so so funny how we live. How our, our like internet lives have? Yeah, this so it. brilliant.
2: This whole thing is yeah. so brilliant. The whole thing is a meme, and yet it is brilliant because it's 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 a it's a it's a, it's a big fu to the system, and it's how we do it now. It's how it's how hey. it's how it's how we do shit twenty years into the twenty first century. It's just what it is. Power it's, to the people, baby. Yeah. Right. Um. So, last
0: question comes from Yogi. He's he's. He, I call him the most respectful. Turin giants podcast listener this guy is just such a treat to listen to his questions can be super dumb but the way he asks them is just so sweet i love it um, good thing you love a, him
2: you're saying, you're saying he's basically a fucking idiot he, no he no no. i'm stupid saying good question no, even wow. he, it, sorry a, yogi I, I i crapped on the guy a couple weeks ago he didn't say happy new year and now varhad is saying he thinks he's dumb poor guy poor, poor no he's,
0: guy. A, he's a he's a good listener i i'm, I'm sure he knows we're kidding um no, he says good afternoon boys jokes. Congrats on the win! Thank you, and good afternoon to you also. Thank you. Um, do you guys think Demiral and Delict is the defense of the future? And which other young defender from Serie A might interest Juve, um, e.g., Kumbula? So, what, what do you guys do you guys think about it?
1: Yeah, I think that's everybody wants the the Demiral combo to be to be to get. You know who wants it, it? You know who
0: wants it the most? Demiral. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. I. I. I'm. I. I like Demerol a lot. I think he's still very rough around the edges, whereas Delict is more of like a very complete player already. Um, but yeah, he's together, like a veteran
0: already, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. Like if you told me Delict has been playing playing you know in Serie A for <laughs> seven years, I would be like, yeah, I believe that because he just handles himself he captain so well. Europe, he captained Ajax in the European final at seventeen. He, like that's crazy. It's like insane. But uh, you know, Demerol and Delict should be the the pairing of the future. They're they're great. They're both. Just I love watching them play together. They're both so strong physically, and they just take they do the tackles that you want them to do. The, the tackle on Barella, yes, uh, yeah, yesterday, where he flipped him over, went <laughs> to like flipped mm-hmm. him over, and then kind of smiled, like just was just great. It's what you want. That, I mean, I'm that, glad Barella was healthy, it was help, health, like no harm. Yeah, that yeah. shit,
0: that shit eating grin is just like just like the camera caught him smiling. It's like what are you doing, man? It's like it's like when he tag. I don't remember the exact player, but I uh, on Twitter I called it the moment when. Delic went from a boy to a man when he completely demolished the atletico madrid player right in front of the goal mm-hmm. and then she just did a little bunny hop and just high-fived high-fived bonucci it's just like nothing this guy's just i look at his thighs and i go to the gym I'm like gotta be like delict come on and i'm like just, yeah <laughs> just my leg got the, days. he's
2: got that viking blood uh, exactly.
0: my my leg days will never be the same after seeing Delic, and 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 especially when he like like pulls up his left short, just like Jesus Christ, man. Like, how can you go against that? Just, you got to tap
2: into those Azeri jeans, man. Those Azeri wrestling jeans. I know. Right. Yeah. Those, those 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 caucus region, uh, those caucus region, uh, wrestlers, man. I
0: I got the, I got the hairy legs. Now I just got (laughs) to pump them, pump them full of blood, man. So, um, something I wanted to, uh, to bring up is, you know, I love to do the, the top cities and the top countries that listen to us, uh,
2: for Farhad, Farhad, I'm sorry we 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 forgot to cuz cuz Yogi's very respectful uh he, he's he's a he's a great listener I think we should we should we should like put our hands together like we're praying and bow like in like in uh, like in martial arts just thank you yes so uh, so can can at least
0: one of you guys bring up a a defender that that can
2: I agree with Kumbula I agree with Kumbula I don't think we're going to go out and get him right now I think he, his big transfer's already happened to Roma we're going to have to pay a pretty penny to get him and I don't think we're really in the market for a new elite defender quite yet <laughs> because Bonucci and Chiellini are still around uh, and yeah they're they're they I guess they're they're I suppose they're they're both sort of slowly declining um especially Chiellini um in that I don't think he's good for a whole season anymore that's that's obvious but we we got to be careful we went out and got Cristiano Romero who I think could do a pretty good job in city yeah, he's he's had a pretty good he's had a pretty good season at Atalanta right now looks like they're going to, if they haven't already made it Permanent, I think they will um and you know he's a guy who couldn't get into the team at uva that's that's the thing you you, you got to be very careful in who you go out and recruit you know if you have demidal and De, and Delict and you decide that they're your two guys for the future and they both have world class and they both have world class potential uh if not both individually then as a pairing they have potential to be a world class pairing you know their 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 attributes that might complement each other mm-hmm. then I think you roll with them and you don't go too nuts with with a third center back uh I think I think we've
0: got a couple of guys in the in the youth program that and like I said, I, I, can, I cannot overstate enough how bringing in younger players and instilling that um, that you spirit in them is just so important because maybe COVID times after all were, were good for us because um, it did teach us to kind of dig into our reserves and and maybe bring up players that otherwise wouldn't have gotten chance um so yogi thank you for your answer uh thank you for your question i hope you keep listening to us and keep um
2: you're asking us very respectful questions and uh, yes and
0: wishing us yeah. good afternoon uh, yes I, I exactly just, i just love uh, that uh, and I, let me let me let me take a let me take a opportunity because we're kind of coming towards the end of the podcast again i know there's been listeners That have listened to us since day one and even if you're it's your second episode or you've been with us forever. I truly do appreciate every single one of you and I know the boys do as well, because this is This is so fun for us to do and the participation and the kind words from you guys. I never take that for granted. So I really do appreciate y'all um and again oh,
2: I, I i just like to interject don't be shy man get at us on twitter we, we got, the, we yeah, got a it's lot of the same people that do that do ask us questions which is fantastic we appreciate the people that ask us consistent questions but uh, you know mix if if, if you haven't freaking mix it in man don't be shy uh shoot, shoot questions our way we, uh, we 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 definitely get a lot more listeners than we do uh, than we do questions uh it's more than enough to carry to carry a segment um but uh yeah don't be don't be shy that's all get at us baby at a podcast
0: let's do it um so let's 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 shout out our international listeners so let's do the top cities that listen to us columbus ohio man repeatedly week in week out top three always thank you thank you guys i know it's a big soccer city here in america and uh, i think matt matt is our resident united states National team correspondent. Uh, he can he can attest to the yeah, fact can, that Columbus oh, yeah. is
1: a big soccer soccer city. It is very much so. The crew they love their crew out there.
0: Shout outs to uh, shout outs to our little wizard McKinney. He went from being a touring cowboy to I don't think he really embraced the 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 his Texas roots. I think he's more of a geek. Yeah,
1: who grew up, like trick, grew up he's reading. Like a, he's, he's like most of like the young kids these days who are like yeah they grew up reading Harry Potter and playing video games and stuff and he's like yeah I like to nerd out on that. <laughs> And I love that. And and I, every time I see McKinney, you know when you see
0: players who are younger and now they've grown into like being men, uh, you look at any younger player, they look nerdy as f. Like you look at McKinney. You see a kid. He look, oh, handsome, handsome man. My my wife loves Kalenia. Like even he, now,
2: he he was nerdy though. He looked really nerdy.
1: Yes, when he had, when, especially when he just had like shaved head and like the. Oh, I was remember when he had like the first shaved head, and I was just like, man, he hasn't filled out yet. Like it's just like
2: he just had like. I, just I, remember like atten- I remember him. I remember him attending the World Cup final in Germany in 2006 as a fan. He had spiky hair, and he, yeah, he just he just looked like he looked like a college kid. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah, so M- Mckinney right now with a little little beard on the bottom, the uh, bottom of his chin, and his ch- I, I, the guy runs like ten miles a game, but somehow he has the fattest cheeks you've ever seen on a soccer player. <laughs> and I'm I'm curious to see him in about you know three four years when he when he just becomes a man, grow a grow a beard, cut his hair bald, and just become becomes such a like an intimidating feature. Yeah, but for now he's a uh, he's he's our baby boy. So uh, going back to I know. I'm just so excited to be on a podcast. I keep jumping from, from topic to topic. So Columbus, Columbus. Shout, shout out. Shout out. Number two, guess which city listened to us the most?
1: International or American?
0: International.
1: Torino, Italia. Uh, I, I, oh, love, yeah. I love yes. that. I, I yes. totally
0: love that we have listeners in Torino. Perfect. You're How going appropriate. back to the roots, baby. Yeah. That's Budapest. Right. Shout outs to Budapest, man. Number
1: three. Never been, but um, I hope to go someday.
2: I'd love to go to Budapest as well. Let's. Uh, I think. I think it's only appropriate if Torino keeps the street going that we that we crack open each a bottle of Barolo on a, on a future mm, podcast. Yeah, that'd, be, that'd be lovely. Maybe uh, if we, uh, yeah, if we to the Scudetto, we'll have to crack open a bottle of Barolo for for for, for the Torinet for the for the people of Piemonte. Um, yeah, Budapest, um, Budapest is a great city too. I, I'd love to. I'd love to hit heard the bats great things there. Things. Yeah, have the bats. Those bats
1: in 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 Budapest. Yeah. In outdoor bats. Everyone. Everyone who says to go, you should do it. So uh, definitely, we'll have yeah, to hit well, that up. We'll my, hit up my, our, our Hungarian fran- fans after to, to ask for recommendations.
0: My parents have been there. It's an absolutely mind-blowing city. Just so much history there. It's beautiful. I can't wait to travel again. I'll oh. go anywhere at this point, man. <laughs> Do
2: you think we converted some Ferenc Mato's fans when we, uh, when, we, when we beat them in the Champions League a couple of weeks ago? That, that, Budapest, that Budapest listenership is kind of out of nowhere. Nice. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll
0: take it, man. Um, All right, what Tim, else? A city called Timberlake is number four. I don't know where where they're located, but please get at me if you're from Timberlake, USA. Um, Paramus, Paramus, Paramus. Sorry, I'm like totally. Where's
2: that? Where's that? That's in
0: that's in America as well. I really apologize. If you guys can DM me where you're from, I would give a shout out to Paramus again. Maracaibo, that's from Venezuela, number six. Carabao. Catonsville. I think I think SoundCloud gives us like really detailed because I think some of these are like suburbs of cities. So Catonsville, let me know where you're at. Kathmandu, Nepal. I have a, I have a friend from Nepal, man. Lovely people. Thank you for listening to us.
2: Woodbridge. He's Woodbridge is from Woodbridge is Canada. So that's Wood, Woodbridge is basically so. I so so that 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 is that is a suburb of Toronto, and it's basically I mean? it's basically it's basically little Reggio Calabria. It's it's, it's 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 yeah, it's it's basically it's basically little little Cosenza or like little Reggio Calabria. It's just an entirely Italian enclave north of Toronto. That's fantastic. Awesome. Well, great. Love it. Thanks for thanks for listening to us, guys.
0: And number 10 is Stockholm. And then followed by Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, Chicago, Tripoli, Dublin, but Dublin is in America and so on and so forth, Sydney and Kuwait. Thank you guys. Uh, top top five countries: United States, Canada, Italy, Hungary, Australia, United Kingdom, Sweden, Saudi Arabia, Venezuela,
1: Nepal. I love that you say top five countries. I know. I know, see know. List off ten. Mr. Worldwide.
0: <laughs> yeah, just let's just keep going. What's, what's the point?
2: <laughs> that's, for, that's for all of you international listeners. All right, can Boys. we roll some, can we roll some pitbull to close this out? Do yeah. <laughs> Right. Can we do can what? We that, can we roll some pit bull to close this out? Can, what do you say? Can we make that happen, Mr. Worldwide? I don't know what that means. <laughs> Never mind. I'll stop speak. I'm, speaking, I'm speaking Gen Z. Never mind. I, no, I got you. I, I got you. Damn it. <laughs> I guess you're a Gen X now.
0: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a proud millennial, man. Um, anyways, dudes, this was so fun. It was great. Um, next it was a good week. Ne- next pot, you know, hopefully Giovanni will be back. Shout outs to him. Uh, thank you for listening thank you guys for joining me this was i feel like this game was was not to be missed and and it was a, it was a good it was a good good wednesday to be U of a fan. a lot of a lot of classic <laughs> photos came out of that a lot of classic goals and uh, something we'll be we'll remember forever and we'll be back soon maybe next week right
2: bring on the roma baby bring yep. it on let's go cool.
0: roma, roma game
2: let's keep it rolling
0: all right i like i like the way sam finishes the show come on
2: Oh yeah, yeah, it's good. It's a good take closeout. A, take us out. It's, a, it's, baby. it's it's a it's a big week, man. It's a big week. We got Roma, we got Roma coming up at the weekend. and I believe we have Inter again in midweek. So yeah, it'll be another interesting week. But uh, yeah, like like uh, like I said, I repeat, bring it on. Uh, let's go. Uh, let's hope that we've got that, that we'll be in a good mood. We come back at you guys, uh, hopefully next week. What's the what's the catchphrase that you end the show with? Thanks for listening. Check us out next time. E fino alla fine, forza Juve. Forza Juve. Forza Juve
1: na
0: na